This is Miss Ayanna Burnett with Reflections from the Red Chair. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Great ones. How you living? <laughs> Tell me what's good. What's good? Right? What's good? I've been talking to you a lot about this idea of holding space for allowing your feelings to matter. Also been talking about as well, kind of focusing more on what feels good, which puts us in the direction, right, of discussing positive thought and self-love. And it sounds really, really great, right, when, when we are listening to it, right? There's this part within us that probably even too says, yeah, I know that. That totally makes sense. And we can even find ourselves finally in the place where we are making a fabulous start. Right, where we can now find ourselves in the flow, in the divine flow where shit's actually working. <laughs> Excuse me there. This is a healing day. But I didn't want that to stop me from sharing what was on my mind. So what then do you do when you have made a commitment to love yourself you have made a commitment to be loyal to your feelings and focusing more on what feels good you may even have taken up a meditation practice, right? Or perhaps you're like one of the wonderful women that I work with and you now have prioritized your pleasure on a daily basis. You are totally doing your work and you know it. And yet there are moments and maybe even stretches of moments when you literally plummet down the emotional scale. You can find yourself what feels to be traveling through the emotional underworld and you know it and feel it to an even greater intensity than you did before because of the fact that you have raised your day-to-day emotional baseline so that now when you drop it's like you plummet into darkness it might even feel like you're in your own kind of personal hell within your head is there something wrong with you is 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 the process not not working you know did you did you not get something right what what do you do when you enter into these the dark side right um, there are those who also call it you confront your shadow 
Well, let me tell you the one thing that you're not going to do, or at least that I highly recommend that if you find yourself doing it, that you stop. You're not going to self-abandon, right? And you're also not going to self-criticize. There's no need for that. So let me be one of the first, or maybe another person to remind you that that experience is completely normal. So no, there's nothing wrong with you. No, you have not regressed. As a matter of fact, that is a sign that you are right on track. Have I lost my mind? <laughs> this sounds like, right, I've, I've lost my mind. Like, how is it that you could be doing all the quote unquote right things as far as self-development is concerned and self-love, right? It's like this whole new wave of self-love, which is appropriate. Here we are in February. Um, and feeling good. And I turn around and I tell you that, no, you also need to be prepared for embracing the moments where you don't feel good. I can remember the time I said to a wise one, like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just the situation that you have to be okay with um, dissatisfaction. Like, what? Like, what, what, what do you mean by that? I mean that part of stepping into self-love and choosing to allow how you feel to matter means that it's also going to be time to recreate your relationship with what we call negative emotion. Because you're human. And I don't care who you are on the planet. I really don't. If you are in human form, you are going to be moving up and down the emotional spectrum. You, you just are. So it's not so much a problem that you find yourself there. The real question is, now that you're there, how do you respond, right? Are you going to respond in a way that creates resistance and actually prolongs your stay in emotional hell? Are you going to criticize yourself and judge yourself for this moment or are you now going to actually put all of this knowledge of self-love into practice? Because this is the piece. Self-love is not just about, you know, honoring yourself and praising all the good things in your world. It's also about being able to accept your limitations, accept your areas of development, right? Or your weaknesses, um, except the things that you don't necessarily do so well. But to do so in the energy of self-compassion, right? If you're a deep feeler, like you're an empath, you're not just going to feel one side of the spectrum, right? You don't get to be an empath. You don't get to be a highly creative person. You don't get to be an in-tuned person and a person who is actually now, quote unquote, awake, right? And fully alive and only dwell on the positive side of the feeling spectrum. Like that doesn't even make any sense, right? It, it just, it just doesn't. So now it's about becoming a person 
who knows how to manage yourself along the continuum. Where regardless of what it is that you may be feeling or not feeling, so whether it's more along the lines of love versus fear or along the lines of satisfaction versus dissatisfaction, right? That you are able to hold true to your genuine and authentic essence. Because your emotions don't actually define you. Your emotions tell you where you're vibrating. They tell you where your frequency is, right? They tell you what level of consciousness you are currently operating at. And once you can identify what level of consciousness you're operating at, then it's going to make sense to be able to understand the thoughts and the experience that you're having, right? So if you're on the lower end, which I always compare to being ice, then you're going to understand the properties of ice. But not only are you going to understand the properties of ice, you're going to understand actually what would need to happen for you to be able to now eventually melt and liquefy, and if you so choose, to evaporate. Right? What are going to, you're going to know and at least mentally, right, be able to pull upon strategies that are now going to allow you to elevate your own vibration, to elevate your frequency. And when you do that, you will naturally now be able to access a whole new realm of thought, a whole new realm of experience because those things are going to match that new frequency. Right? We we literally are energetic beings. You can see that all over the place. Like it doesn't matter whether you're looking science or you're looking in religion or you're looking in spirituality. Like, you know, it it we're energy. That science has literally proven that time and time again. So why is it that we sometimes sit and we forget to apply, you know, these law of physics and to ourselves? They apply. So, what am I saying? I'm saying that when we embrace the journey of self-love, we come to expect plummeting into the realm of quote-unquote darker, heavier emotions. But we also now know that we have the tools or we can set up the strategy or call upon supports to also eventually see our way through it. And there can be such gems of information and and knowledge and expansion even that come from these seasons of going into the underworld. There are stories of the goddess archetype that exemplify this. So tune in for my next session as I am totally excited to be able to share one of them, the story of Zuli, with you. Until next time, be like.